Hello, BitMartians. Nathan here with a special product announcement. BitMart has just come out with a brand new NFT collection that lets you vote on which projects you want to see listed on your favorite exchange. It's called Vote to Earn, and it's just like it sounds. With this special NFT, you can vote for potential projects to be listed on BitMart and earn special airdrops if those projects meet the voting threshold. Check out BitMart's NFT marketplace today to snag yours. Now, back to the podcast. Today on the Daily Crypto Watch. Nigerians are so passionate about crypto that they don't use the country's CBDC, Singapore is mulling a ban on using leverage for crypto trades, and Vietnam begins to warm up to digital assets. Hey everybody, it's Nathan from BitMart here with your October 26th edition of the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch, giving you news that you can use to fight those damned crypto winter blues. We have got an international mix of headlines today, so let's travel around the world and learn more. Vietnam gets serious about digital assets. Vietnam Prime Minister Pham Minh Chin called for new rules to regulate the crypto sector in a discussion group on Monday. Chin said that he was impatient that virtual assets are not recognized, yet people continue to trade them. He was discussing amendments to the country's anti-money laundering laws, local newspaper VN Express has reported. Lawmakers have been putting pressure on the prime minister, as well as on the governor of the State Bank of Vietnam, the country's central bank, and the Minister of Justice to clarify their stance towards virtual assets and blockchain technology. Last month, Dong Van Phoc, a delegate in the country's National Assembly, advocated for virtual assets to be included in a draft law, pointing out that large-scale gambling and money laundering rings already use them. Virtual assets now operate in a regulatory gray zone in Vietnam, with many policy proposals in the works. Hoi Nguyen, vice chairman of the Vietnam Blockchain Association, recently told Coindesk. The Vietnam Blockchain Association is working with the National Assembly to propose a virtual asset tax as a first step towards recognizing virtual assets as property, Nguyen said. Once that happens, institutional money will flow in. Last year, Vietnam's government instructed the State Bank of Vietnam to start a crypto pilot program. It also named blockchain as one of the technologies on the priority list of research and development for its fourth Industrial Revolution national strategy. The country leads the world in grassroots crypto adoption, according to blockchain analytics firm Chainalysis's 2022 Global Crypto Adoption Index. 69% of Vietnam's population is unbanked, but 73.5% of adults use a smartphone. Nigerians love crypto, but not CBDCs. Nigeria's central bank digital currency, also known as the CBDC, is not getting the warm reception expected from its crypto-savvy population. According to a recent Bloomberg report, less than 0.5% of Nigeria's 217 million population are using the government-issued digital currency, called the Inara, a year after its launch. This comes despite Nigeria being identified by Chainalysis as the top country in Africa for crypto adoption and ranking 11th globally, while a recent KuCoin report found that 35% of the Nigerian population aged 18 to 60 had owned or traded cryptocurrencies 
this year. Bloomberg noted that Nigerians have been confused due to a lack of clarity from the state, which cracked down on crypto last year. In February of 2021, the Central Bank of Nigeria banned banks from servicing crypto exchanges in an effort to sever fiat on and off ramps. Educating people who are generally wary of the state and ruling elite has also become a challenge for the central bank, according to the report. Furthermore, the NARA has been devalued about six times since 2015, and economists expect a further 20% loss in value next year, as the economy has been further compounded by galloping inflation, which could make the push for a CBDC a hard sell to many of the country's citizens. According to the director of Lagos-based Emerging and Frontier Markets Investment Bank Renaissance Capital, Adisoji Solanke, the ENARA does not address any of these basic use cases, so no surprise at all for me that it has low adoption rates so far. The disappointing figures are now prompting the Nigerian Central Bank to ramp up efforts to increase its adoption, including offering a 5% discount to drivers and passengers of motorized rickshaws that ply the city streets, according to the report. In August, Nigerian Central Bank Governor Godwin Efemeli announced that the Inara project entered its second phase in August with an adoption target of 8 million users. At the time, he added that the CBDC had about 840,000 downloads with approximately 270,000 active wallets. By August, there had been more than 200,000 transactions worth 4 billion NARAs, approximately $9.5 million at the time. According to the Atlantic Council's CBDC tracker, Nigeria is one of 11 countries to have fully deployed a central bank digital currency. The other 10 are in the Caribbean. Singapore moles banning leverage from crypto transactions. Singapore's financial watchdog has proposed restrictions on the use of credit or leverage when trading cryptocurrencies. The rules would stop any crypto firms from extending credit or leverage to retail customers and would prevent them from accepting payments via credit cards. These rules would not apply to institutional investors. The proposals put forth by the Monetary Authority of Singapore, also known as MAS, are part of a basket of new measures aimed at mitigating the risks of consumer harm and educating consumers on the risks of cryptocurrencies and the related services. These measures, outlined in a consultation, also include suggestions that providers could be forced to assess that a retail customer's sufficient knowledge of the risks of crypto-related services this could cover things like illiquid market conditions, cybersecurity, and possible technology failure before providing any service to that customer. Quote, many retail customers do not have sufficient knowledge of the risks of trading digital payment tokens, leading them to take on higher risks than they otherwise would have been willing or are simply able to bear, said the paper. If consumers fail to display adequate knowledge when assessed, providers may be then forced to provide educational materials to the customer to strengthen the customer's knowledge of the risk of crypto services. The MAS also proposed that providers should not mortgage, charge, pledge, or hypothecate the retail customer's crypto. Hypothecation refers to the process of using an asset as collateral in exchange for a loan. For institutional or professional customers, service providers could be forced to provide a clear risk disclosure document and obtain the customer's explicit consent before providing staking services. The watchdog also proposed a ban on offering token incentives, such as free crypto or trading credits, as these can allegedly entice retail customers to participate in DPT services without fully considering the risks involved. 
These rules would also extend to any person, for example, an existing customer or celebrity referring a service provider to retail customers. This year has seen numerous steps by Singapore regulators to limit the risks that crypto can pose to consumers. In fact, the MAS released guidelines at the beginning of 2022 banning crypto platforms from promoting their services to the general public, for example, on buses or in TV advertisements. However, they will still be able to advertise on their websites and social media accounts. Despite the watchful eye of regulators, the news comes as digital assets remain a popular investment choice for the wealthy investors of Singapore. Nine in 10 family offices and high net worth individuals in the region are either already invested in digital assets or plan to be in the future, according to a report by KPMG. The MAS didn't provide any guidance about when the latest proposals could be brought in, but interested parties will be able to provide feedback on these proposals until December 21st. If you love the Daily Crypto Watch, definitely check out NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan for everything NFT related available wherever you get audio content. It truly is a non-fungible experience that your ears will never forget. BitMart is expanding internationally, and we'd love it if you followed at BitMart UK and at BitMart Russia to show how crypto is taking over the globe. The BitMart NFT marketplace is also now live and ready for trading. Check out our exclusive collections of premium NFTs from your favorite exchange. Don't have a crypto account and want to trade the headlines or get some of those cool NFTs that I was talking about? Sign up for a BitMart account today using our link in the show notes and start your trading journey now. We've even got a new welcome bonus going on for all new users where you can win up to $3,000 just by registering, depositing, and trading your favorite crypto. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates on everything BitMart. I've been Nathan, you've been wonderful, and I hope that these headlines have enabled you to make better decisions in crypto.